All right, it's wrestling time. Hey, everybody, yeah. welcome to the KF Podcast, the wrestling show. What are we calling it this week? Um, the No One Got Fired This Week show. There you go. I'm sure someone did, though. Yeah, I'm sure somewhere someone did. Um, if you just stumbled across us here, wherever you're listening to us, check us out in your favorite podcast catcher at the KF Podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Check out our Pop Culture Week in Review. Check out our YouTube channel and all our social media sites. We're even on TikTok. Like and follow us wherever you want. And today we're going to talk the wrestling show. We don't cover all the shit going on because it's dumb. But, you know, we're going to go through... We kind of try and pick a topic from each show anymore, it seems like. Yeah. And it's tough for some of them. And just and just focus on that. So, um, I figured we'd start over in SmackDown World where, um, you know, everyone knows what's going on with Roman Reigns and all that. But one question I had is, what the fuck is going on with <laughs> Seth Rollins anymore? He's wearing cool suits. Now he just wears cool suits and he's like a hipster fashion guy. Like, I don't know where they've taken this guy's character to. Yeah, because it's been all over the place. He was, he went from that Jesus character he was yeah. playing. First, he was like a, like a bad, evil gangster with two henchmen. Mm-hmm. Which led to him being like Jesus. Yeah. With a stained glass window, and he was a messiah. The Monday Night mm-hmm. Messiah. To, like... Wearing a fur coat, one glove, like, <laughs> kind of worn-out cult leader. Now yeah. he's just, like, an, now he's, like, some idiot fashion guy. When's he, when was the last time he's wrestled on SmackDown? It's been months. He's done pay-per-views, but... Yeah, you know, he fought Cesaro one of those matches or something like that. I don't, I don't know. Really, I have no idea. Has it been since Mania? Probably. I don't remember him being in a match. Uh, his character is so stupid. Yeah. They just don't have anything for him, I think. It's just, you can tell. How do you not have anything for Seth Rollins? I think you should just put him in Roman's group. He could be like his, you know. Like his advisor. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's Heyman's role. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's kind of like friends with Roman. Mm-hmm. not. But, I, God, I don't understand how... A character that was so hot when he beat when he first won the title as a bad guy, people like were nuts over him. Mm-hmm. And then his build to beat Brock Lesnar, people were nuts over. And then as yeah. soon as he beat Brock Lesnar, and they put him in that real life, like always oh, with Becky, and the two of them are champions, and they fuck. No him. one cared and anymore. No one cared anymore. It like ruined him. They were booing him to lose the belt. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you can't figure out something for this guy. Yeah, I think he needs to go to Raw. He could be their top bad guy. Or, I mean, you could take, turn him back to being like the burn it down Seth Rollins cool guy and have him go after Roman. Mm-hmm. As a guy yeah, who do, they, who do they have next for, for Roman? Is it still going to be Cesaro? I think they feel like they kind of moved past that already. He's yeah. He's more worried about fighting Jimmy, Jimmy and Jay Uso. It seems mm-hmm. to me like he's going to start fighting the Usos together. You know. Yeah. Which maybe they'll lead to like then that makes like someone help him, and then you have Roman and someone fighting the Usos. You know. Yeah, it's hard I kind to of say. feel like the Usos are eventually going to get on the same. Unless they're going to do a brother versus brother feud and Jimmy and Jay are going to fight. 
Yeah, that seems to be their formula. But I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand why you can't figure out something to do with Seth Rollins other than this goofy shit that they have him doing. You know. Yeah, it's it's odd. Yeah, it's real odd. So, um, speaking of odd, then on over on Raw, you had that weird Alexa Shayna ending. What? How strange was that? I'm anxious to see where it goes. Like, I'll be honest, I was entertained by it. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was entertaining, but it's very like campy. If you just tuned into Raw that night and you watched that ending segment, <laughs> you had to be like, "What in the hell's going on on this <laughs> yeah. show?" I wouldn't be surprised if Lily now possesses Shane and Baszler. Oh, and then Lily's actually a person. No. Mm -hmm. She's in Shayna. Yeah. Like it was in the doll, kind of like Chucky. And that's what that scream at the end was. See, and I said that I, I don't, if they go that direction, I won't mind that. Because remember I said I wanted Alexa to start mind-controlling people and bringing them over to her circle? Yeah. To, like, fuck with people and take over the roster? Like, I, I hope that maybe this is the start of that. Mm -hmm. Like, she gets Shayna to be her, like, Lily, and then, like, maybe she transforms, you know, McIntyre next or somebody like that and gets like, yeah. a, ba a guy doing her bidding. All of it needs to lead to the Fiend coming back to sort of save the sh save Raw. Because mm -hmm. like, he hasn't even been mentioned since Mania. Yeah, he, he was. They did that whole recap package of the whole Alexa and Lily thing, and he wasn't mentioned even in that. Yeah. I heard that he did request time off. Mm-hmm. You know, that he was kind of, like, worn down, and I, I don't know. But I'd be all right if it ends up that Shayna's like her and starts... And, and you make Shayna a badass again, and she starts really mm -hmm. hurting girls and kicking the shit out of chicks. Yeah. You know? I think If that's where they go with it, we might never see Shayna Baszler for months, you know? <laughs> yeah. Could be how they wrote her off for a while. Who knows? Shayna did a good job keeping up with it, you know. She did. She had some acting chops. But Alexa Bliss does need... Because Alexa Bliss, even with these powers, she's still small and tiny. So, mm -hmm. like, giving her a, a, a powerhouse to be her, her heavy is... is Because, like, you know, I mean, Charlotte and... And, 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 and uh... What's her name? Rhea Ripley. Ripley. Would destroy her. She's so much smaller than them. Mm-hmm. Another thing is, God, has Charlotte Flair trying to make herself look more weird, or is it just me? I don't know what she's doing. I feel like she has had so much plastic surgery done to her face, I don't even recognize her anymore. Mm -hmm. And she is so emaciated but skinny anymore. Yeah. She was yeah. always a, 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 you know, a healthy girl, put together, nice and you know, I always thought she had a good, a nice face. Like I don't even recognize her anymore. I feel like she's had so much plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. She is really strange. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know what's going on there either. I kind of get the feeling that she don't even want to be there anymore either. I feel like that's happening too. Yeah. I don't know though. You can't believe it. To read on the internet. Well, you know, she is in the Andrade, you know, who knows? Yeah, we'll get to that. That's a good segue. Yeah, but we gotta do NXT first. Okay. We're on we're on segues. 
Um, RK Bro continued with their stuff again. You know, they're I like RK Bro. I think they're entertaining. But then they didn't become number one contenders. Nope. Well, that's good. You don't need to rush it. Yeah, the Viking Raiders. Yeah, I mean, I I, I was I like that angle. Like I thought, like oh, they're gonna win it and they're already gonna challenge. I'm like, go. Uh-huh. You don't need to win an already challenge. You know, like so where do you go from there? Yeah, let that marinate. Let them. Let them like not click as a tag team for a while and mm-hmm. go back and forth. You know, let it let it go. Viking Raiders—they were off TV. For, they were back in the off for like five weeks. Now they're back in their number one contender. That's <laughs> what they do. Is what they do. So over on um, NXT, I was really happy about this. I liked the way the return of the million dollar title. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. And I hope they treat it like a championship too. Yeah, and it looks like it's a newer one, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't look like the original. The original one was more gaudy. Yeah, and this one looks a little bigger. The the original one had a small little, like the the Mm -hmm. all gold strap and everything. Yeah, since they have to fight for it. Like, I I hope it sticks around as like a a secondary title. Yeah, why not? Something that like, you know, it's a weird thing to go for to be. Mm -hmm. Um, How many people have held the million dollar title? Two, I think. Like, no, three. Can you name them? Ted DiBiase. Yeah. Virgil. Yeah. And the Ringmaster. And there's technically a fourth. Who's the fourth? Ted DiBiase Jr. brought it back in 2010. That's right. When he was with Maurice. Yeah. He had it in 2010. They had it for a little bit. Then it's been retired for the past 11 years. But the only one to ever win it. Was Virgil? It was Virgil? Virgil actually won it off Ted DiBiase. Yep. <laughs> DiBiase had it for like two years, and then Virgil beat him. <laughs> I like the Million Dollar Man being on TV. It makes that makes that interesting. Yeah, he's a, he's a good character. He should. I kind of hope, like maybe, like as the Million Dollar Champion, you get him as a manager or something like that. Yeah, maybe that's good. part yeah. of the deal. Like whoever's the Million Dollar Champion gets Ted DiBiase. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I kind of want Cameron Grimes to win it, but I think LA Knight's going to win it. Yeah, I think they'll have a good ladder match, too. I yeah. think those guys can be able to pull off a good ladder match. Yeah. Yeah, NXT was interesting. Um, and in your house is this weekend. I, I'm not really looking forward to that five-way, but I imagine it'll probably end up being good just because everybody in there will do a good job. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I liked Adam Cole's promo last week on Karrion Cross. That was good. Yeah, Adam Cole's good. As long as he never goes in the main roster, like they, none of those guys want to, they know the curse of the mm-hmm. main roster. Yeah. Um. So over in um, AEW on last Friday, we had the debut of El Andrade. I can't say the rest of the the uh, El Idolo. Yeah, he Idolo. He debuted, and of course, he had to interrupt. <laughs> An already debuting person, you know, like they like to do. Mark Henry comes yeah. out to cut a Mark Henry's promo. Fuck me, what a horrible pro- <laughs> They say AEW needs changing. I'm here to say it don't need changing. Okay, and then Vicky Guerrero tells him to shut up and leave, and he leaves. He just leaves. <laughs> I, was like, hey, I thought that was hilarious. Get Mark out of Henry. my room. Okay. And he's just like, Maybe all right. Kind of sulks away. Kind of sulked away. <laughs> And I think she ruined uh, Andrade's debut. 
with her screaming and all that stuff because the fans didn't even react because they were just booing her. Well, she screamed his name and no one really knew what she said. Exactly. She was like, Andrade, Even the announcers, Andrade, like, and they were like, Excalibur was like, did she, did she just say Andrade? Yeah, yeah, like, she just yelled it, and it was like, what did you just yell? Um, I mean, Andrade's good. I was never huge on Andrade. He's good, but, like, I don't know. Vicky Guerrero is a terrible mouthpiece for him. I don't think that's going to be very long. Yeah. I have a feeling he's going to get a very good mouthpiece here soon. Who do you think that's going to be? His soon-to-be father-in-law. Oh, you think Ric Flair? I think so. Is Flair done Those with Those two are all over social media together. Is Flair done with the WWE? I don't know, but the way they're releasing people. Yeah. They're not, they're, he's one they probably won't let go, though. Yeah, but he's under a different contract, you know? Mm-hmm. Because he is a retired wrestler. I think that that guy that that's the Spanish announcer would be good with him. That's not the one that got fired, is it? No, the one that got okay. fi- that was a different one that got fired. Yeah, who made fun of Chinese people on the Spanish? Uh, isn't that yeah. what he did or something like that? Yeah, like off yeah. air, and they fired him. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that guy I think is good, and that guy. Sometimes he's with Penta, sometimes he's not with Penta. He hasn't been around in a couple months. Well, Penta's good again. I mean... Yeah, it's when he's a bad... When, yeah, you know Penta's bad when that They're guy's fighting still. the Young Bucks, but when the Young Bucks are there, then Penta's good. And now Penta's... When Penta's bad, then that guy returns. They don't know what the fuck to do with that with that group. They're back and forth with the Death Triangle. One week they're the good guys. Yeah, next week is Phoenix hurt again? No, I heard he had travel issues. Oh... So Penta had to be good that night. Yeah, makes no sense. Um, I don't know. I think I, you know, we'll see with Andrade. I'm sure he can have some matches with some good matches with people. I don't know. Um, so I found this interesting the other day because as I was watching Dynamite, I saw online someone said to me, "You know, the WWE." It's a good thing they got rid of a lot of these guys recently, Strowman and everyone, because they have such a bloated roster, was a term I saw multiple times. That bloated roster to WWE. So I actually went and did some numbers last week while I was watching this show. Okay? So the WWE with... um, We'll do Raw first. Raw, they have 40 male wrestlers. Okay. They have 13 female wrestlers on Raw. Three-hour show. Three-hour show. Okay. SmackDown, they only have 22 male wrestlers. Okay. And nine women. Okay. So SmackDown, they have a lot of the same guys. I mean, you have two tag yeah. teams. I mean, there's not a lot there. NXT has 47 male wrestlers. Mm-hmm. These are all ones that are definitely NXT and 23 female wrestlers. NXT UK is 35 male wrestlers, 11 female wrestlers. Now, down in the Performance Center, WWE has 23 male signed wrestlers at the Performance Center that are not NXT. They're just mm-hmm. in the Performance Center along with 15 women in there. Okay. So, not counting their Performance Center people, the WWE has 144 male wrestlers spread out over four shows. Okay. Okay. Five if you count 205 Live. Five if you count 205 Live, but a lot of those guys are on NXT. Yeah, they're shared. They're shared. Um, The only two that are considered not shared is like Brian Kendrick 
and one other person are the only two people that don't show up on both. Um, <laughs> then they have 56 female wrestlers shared over four shows. AEW for Dynamite, when it listed Dynamite talent, now these guys could these guys could show up on Dark and Dark Elevation, but all of these guys can show up on Dynamite at any given time. Mm-hmm. What do you think their number is? It's got to be close to 50. It's 80 wrestlers. <laughs> they have 80 wrestlers that could show up on Dynamite at any week. Now, a lot of this talent wrestles on Dark and Dark Elevation. But on mm-hmm. Dark and Dark Elevation, they have access to over 40 more unsigned talent that also yeah. wrestles on Dark and Dark Elevation. These wrestlers could vary at any time. And, like, so, like, you know, Camarada and those guys, or Dolph Ziggler's brother, they wrestle some indie guy that's just in town for the week, you know. So they're not, these 80 wrestlers don't necessarily wrestle each other. They're wrestling even more talent. Yeah. So I'm like, 80 wrestlers, I'm like, who has a bloated roster? For a one, two-hour show. Now, I know they're getting another hour show. Mm-hmm. But again, I think it's going to be the same people that are on all these shows. You can just appear on all of them. I don't think they're going to have like your Rampage talent and your Dynamite talent like Raw and SmackDown do. Yeah. And they have 21 female wrestlers, which isn't that bad. That's pretty good. But I mean... I couldn't name any of them other than maybe four or five. I was blown away by that 80. You start adding it up, I'm like, holy shit. They have a- and this isn't even counting like... Sting, Jake the Snake, uh, Telly, all those guys. Those aren't considered yeah. wrestlers. This is all, that's just other on screen talent, you know, or on screen personalities. Which is nuts. Yeah. That's, well, look how many people are in the Dark Order. Yeah. I mean, there's a thousand people in the Dark Order. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's mental how many people are there. They just have so many people. Like, you know, like I said, it keeps going back and forth that, like, oh, you know, the WWE needs to get rid of people. They have so many people. AEW needs to get rid of some people. Yeah, I'm scrolling through their roster right now. And and there's a lot of people on it, isn't there? Yeah. But it's, I don't really, like, I'm, I'm through L already, and, like, the only one that's really popped out is, like, not really ever around is Luther so far. Well, Luther's on TV the other night. He was eating burgers in the Britt Baker. Uh... <laughs> you forget that, like, two or three months ago, Luther was in the main event when, yeah. when Jericho and what's his name wrestled him, so. Uh-huh. Uh, so, speaking of these shows and how they did last week, um, SmackDown went back up to uh, 1.8 million. Um, AEW was down hard to... That almost, time slot is terrible. Almost 400,000, which is the lowest ever they've ever had. Um, Raw was up to 1.6 million, and NXT was up to almost 700,000. Okay. Um, yeah, the Friday Night Dynamite is killing them. Mm-hmm. Well, you notice how they're doing the show now. They are stacking the show... But you know, pre when they start the show at ten o'clock, they put their best match on. Yeah, and then the main event they leave for. Uh, you have a fucking bull rope match with Dustin <laughs> versus Camarado. I really didn't understand why their first match ever was a bull rope match. 
Uh, yeah. It didn't even look like a bull rope. It was like a bungee cord they were <laughs> fighting with. I mean, did you watch it? No, I fell asleep. It was pretty stupid. That was stupid. I mean, I don't understand. Co- Cody, they had... You know, everybody told me that Double or Nothing was going to be like the end of a season and it starts over. It's the same goddamn feuds. I mean, Cody is still fighting with... Yeah, uh, it's he, supposed to be their mania, but it really... He got knocked out... Uh, by Ogogo and pinned by uh, QT. Why the hell did Cody just not lose to Ogogo at the pay-per-view? I don't understand that. (laughs) Did you happen to see Red Velvet almost kill herself? No. You didn't see that botch? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. You got to go look that up on, on YouTube. She went running out of the ring to do some kind of suicide dive on whoever that was she was fighting and missed entirely and, like, scorpioned herself. And just Ugh. landed and her feet went the other way. I don't know how she didn't die. And she instantly, like, popped up because you could tell she was worried, making sure she was okay. You yeah. Know, instead of, like, selling like she really hurt herself, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think some of these people need to cool it down a little bit. Yeah. That show is all over the place. I do not understand what the hell they did to Private Party. I don't know why they're dressed as like bellhop or like uh, valet parking guys now. Did you see their new outfits that they wear? It's Matt Hardy's influence. It's so dumb. I mean, I I never liked, you know, Mark Quinn's bellhop outfit that he used to wear. But like, now they look like they were at Old Navy shopping and they both put the, they found those outfits, you know, like (laughs) it's really goofy looking. Yeah. This was a tag team that like, the Young Bucks let win that first round, and everybody was like, this is the tag team of the future for AEW, and they haven't done shit with those guys since. Yeah, they're trying to find out what to do with them. I think we're going to get Matt Hardy versus Christian Cage, which is a feud I don't think anyone wants. <laughs> is what it looks like we got coming for us there. We've seen it before. Yeah. Did you see that Mickey James... Is already working with um, uh, NWA. Yeah, in a producer role. That's kind of cool. <laughs> I, I, I comment on the post because it said, Mickey James is going to put together the first ever women, all women's pay-per-view for NWA. I looked at the roster. They only have two women on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a lot of AEW folks there. Yeah, because they have Serena Deeb and Th- Thunder Rosa, and that's it. Well, Camille is their new champion. She won the title last weekend, I think. All right, so they got three. Mm-hmm. And then one guy responded to my comment and said, it'll be a very short pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> How was Mickey allowed to appear already unless she didn't have a 90 days no compete? Yeah, probably. It's been a while, isn't she? She was with that first round right after Mania. Yeah, I don't know if it was three months, though. She's the one they sent her her clothes in a fucking garbage bag. <laughs> and they all got that. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I'm surprised there was no more firings this week. Yeah, it's usually every other week. So we're, we're probably going to get some next week. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, that's pretty much it. Nothing too exciting on Dynamite Friday. It was kind of a weak show. Oh, I know what was goofy. Did you see the Darby Sting interview with them in the ring, how, how weird that was? Yeah. We're like, They were like, yeah, you can beat us with Sting, but what if you had another partner you couldn't beat us? 
I'm like, Sting is 61 years old. Like, he's going to... I'd be like, all right. And then they were like, go get another partner and try and beat us. It's not Sting. I'd be like, all right, I'll go get Lance Archer. <laughs> <laughs> and then Darby just kind of looked at them, and then they went to commercial. I was like, is he not going to respond? And then they're like, <laughs> then they come back, and they're like, next week, Darby will say whether he accepts their offer or not. So who do you think Darby's going to get their fight him? That, Lance Archer. That match means Darb Sting can't wrestle any more matches. Yeah. But we don't want to get rid of him, so the, the the heels just admit, well, if you didn't have Sting, you wouldn't be shit. So <laughs> go get somebody else. They'd be like, okay, Miro's my partner next week. <laughs> Who's Miro fighting this week? He has a match, doesn't he? I think so. I forget who, though. I think he's beating up one of the idiots. Oh, he's fighting Evil Uno from the Dark Order. He'll fucking kill Evil Uno. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a squash. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see what they do on Friday. I don't know that this June time frame for them is really messing them up. It's rough. I can't stay awake for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and everything on it. I mean, you had another twenty-five minute Chris Jericho inner circle celebration. I mean, we see that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gonna and uh, to much to everyone's surprise, they're gonna continue fighting the pinnacle all summer long. Yeah. Like, yay! They're going to come up with new matches to fight him in. Yeah. This week, we're going to fight him in a spit-swapping make-out match. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, but that's, you know... Oh, uh, Jake Hager, I think, in the next one, in two weeks, he challenged uh, Wardlow to a UFC cage match. That'll be interesting. Because he said, that's the one place I've never been beat. So I doubt he's going to take a loss. So there goes Wardlow. <laughs> he'll, yeah. he'll have to take another loss there. We will see. Feels like when I watch these wrestling shows, it's the same fucking thing every week in and week out. Yeah. It's a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. Across all the brands. Yeah, across all the brands. There's not a lot of... You know, I mean, I, I think out of all of them, I still probably enjoy NXT the most. I think I do, too, because it's the most unpredictable. Yeah, it's the most unpredictable, and it's at least all good, well-put-together, solid matches. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's the thing that still gets me for AEW. I want AEW to work really bad, but, like, it is still really sloppily booked and produced. The yeah. camera angles suck. They go to commercial at the wrong time. I mean, so how many times have we mentioned that they show you, like, the camera on the guy at the wrong time? Chris mm-hmm. Jericho coaching somebody, somebody blading and throwing it away, you know? Yeah. Or they go to commercial and something big happens while they're on a commercial. <laughs> and you come back and you're like, who? Well, they use that picture in picture as a crutch. Yeah. And you're like, who's producing this shit? You know, mm-hmm. like, people watch this stuff. People, like, DVR this stuff. They fast-forward commercials. Yep. If you're not watching it live, they're not sitting there watching that fucking picture-in-picture picture to, like, make sure that, oh, you saw that MJF came out while this happened, you know? Mm-hmm. They still have such a hard time putting, like, a decent show together that doesn't have audio errors, microphone problems, <laughs> JR not knowing what he's talking about, you know? Like, oh, my God, it gets so old after a while. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not horrible. They're just it's not they're not horrible. new anymore. Yeah, they can't not, get away with this stuff. It's not new and exciting and different anymore. It's like fix your shit now, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how many times I can watch people coming out and interrupting Cody Rhodes, and then him having a one week feud with somebody, then he beats him, then it's over. You know? Yeah. Or like, for instance, in an in that AEW show. That one guy's called Big Shoddy Lee Johnson, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm a new fan, I'm watching this show. JR, all three of those announcers, each called him a different name about 50 different times. <laughs> the Excalibur's like, Shoddy Lee! Oh, Big Shoddy! Oh, Big Lee! Oh, Lee Johnson! Oh, Shoddy Johnson! I'm like, what the fuck do we call him? Like, just like, why does this guy have four names? Like... You know, there's so many things I feel like I would go into that show and be like, stop doing that. Stop mm-hmm. doing this. Stop doing that. You know. Maybe I just listen to Cornette too much and he just has me he has me convinced. <laughs> Maybe. This seems to be our five topics a week end up being the second half is just you hating AEW. <laughs> right. Well, I know. I mean it's not that I hate it, it's just it, it's just so there's so many things on it that just drive me nuts. I think I think what you're right is is because like when I watch Raw and I go, what the hell? You just am expect I... it to be horrible. Yeah, and I go, what the hell did I just watch? And then I watch comments and people are like, what the hell did I just watch? And I'm like, oh, I'm not alone. Okay? Yeah, it's the marks. You know. And then I Mark's watch. It for then you. I watch SmackDown and I'm like, wow, that was a really good segment with Roman. And other people online are like, that was killer. That was fire. You know. And I'm like, oh, that was cool. NXT, I'll go. That was a great match at the end. Or I'll be like, oh, that's lazy booking putting everybody in that five way. And everyone seems to agree. Then I watch Dynamite and it's, I'll go, what the fuck is Private Party wearing? <laughs> and then I see people online going, Private Party's outfits are awesome. Man, wow, those are great. I want to get me an outfit like that. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's why I think I get so worked up is no one will admit that it's fucking goofy. Uh, like they when they didn't even admit that the stupid exploding ring was a complete disaster. That was that was when I realized like that. Yep, these marks are just they're drinking Kool Aid. Yeah, they just drink Kool Aid. Everything is great, you know. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, Christian Cage is the greatest wrestler of all time, and oh, this is so amazing. Oh, that Sting and Darby match was the best match I've ever seen. Like, what are you talking about? You know. So I think that's why it's not like they don't put on good matches. It's just they under deliver on the stuff that they overhype. And that's what frustrates me about them. Yeah. Like, I, people saying Blood and Guts was the best match they've seen in 20 years. No, it wasn't even the best match I've seen this week, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, and it's it's other things. Like, I, I always liked Cody Rhodes when he was in the WWE. Always liked him. Yeah. When he left, I was generally upset that he left. You know, and I was like, I always liked Stardust. I liked everything he did as Cody. And that's... You know, I never watched a lot of the New Japan stuff. I started watching ROH when Cody started appearing on it. Uh-huh. And I was like, I I like Cody. I like this American Nightmare stuff. I like the way he yeah. is. So when Dynamite was starting, I was all very Cody. Like, I want to see Cody as the star of this show. And mm-hmm. right out the gate, he puts himself in a stupid <laughs> stipulation that the guy that I wanted to see the most as the face of your company, can't fucking wrestle for the world title yep. anymore. Yep. So every I bet week, you they regret that. Every week it's just, let's find something for Cody to do. And then it's, well, hey, did you know Cody's 8-0? Doesn't fucking matter. 
You know, and yeah. other, other than his run as TV TNT championship, what I liked, I mean, that was cool when he was doing like, you know, booking that. It's like, what a useless face of your company. You know, like, you can't even use this guy. Like, yeah. if you didn't put that dumb stipulation right now, Cody Rhodes should be coming out going, Kenny, I'm sick of your shit. Like, I'm taking that belt off you, you know. It would make sense. But he's booked in a dumb stipulation. Uh-huh. So, well, at least I'll give them this. They're honoring the stipulation. Yeah. If that yeah. would have been the WWE, he'd be a three-time champion by now. Yeah. Well, I kind of want them to stop honoring it and stop the stupid <laughs> shit about it. Because, I mean, what are you just never going to win the company belt that you for the company that you created? Like, come on. Yeah, well, it'll mean that much more if he ever does, I guess. I guess, yeah. So, I don't know. Sometimes I, I, I'm happy for the future of this show and, like, got a good vibe that they got it. And other times I'm like, what are we doing? You know, like, like even, for instance, like the Young Bucks. I was so happy when the Young Bucks, like, turned full on heel. I'm like, oh, I liked it. Now, every week they try to make me hate them more and more. With, like, mm -hmm. stupid Brandon Cutler and the dumb outfits and the over-the-top... Right? Like, I'm just not feeling it, you know? Like, Yeah, it's it's too much. It's too much. Same with Kenny Omega. Like, I like Kenny Omega, and I was like, man, I like that he's going to be an evil champion. He gets goofier and fucking yeah, it's, goofier. Yeah, it's goofy now. It's not comedy. Where it's just like a comedy act where you're like... This isn't a heel group. You're not the NWO. You're like a fucking clown parade, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. But the It is funny when he's wearing all those belts around, though. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny, you know, but... <laughs> Matt and Nick need to dial it back. Yeah. But... Yeah. I don't know, that's what it is. It's the marks that get me fired up about it the most. They're tough to deal with. But, you know, sign Aleister Black. That's all I want you to do. <laughs> I don't really care if they sign Strowman or not. Strowman should go be in Hollywood. Yeah, because he's got the charisma for it. Yeah, he should go work in Hollywood. That would be better for him. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if he ever had the passion for wrestling or if it was just something that yeah, he was able to do. He didn't come from the indies. It's more like a show for him, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a fun show. He's got the charisma and the body and the build to be an action star in a lot of movies. He would yeah. be perfect in Army of the Dead. He could play, yeah. he could play someone in the MCU. I mean, there's a lot of roles for this guy to play. I can't think of the actor's name, but he, he looks kind of like Braun Strowman, and he was like the villain in all like sitcoms in the 90s. Yeah. I can't think of his can't name, think of though. His name either. But, I mean, here's a good example. Remember Kurrigan? Yeah. He's been in everything you could think of when mm -hmm. he left the WWF. And just, I mean, he's you maybe not to recognize him in a lot of stuff, but he's in everything, that guy. Yeah, he's made a career for himself. Because he's seven foot tall and, like, scary as hell looking, and he's still playing those roles. He was just in Jupiter's Legacy. Good old Kurgan. That's right, Kurgan. So there you go. Brom Strowman, go to Hollywood. Tommy Yen, go take over the Dark Order and, and or go be scary and do stuff. Yeah, I don't even know what he could do there. The like, guy's talented. Like, they can it's figure so bloated. Yeah, it is. They got to make room for the better guys. I would. Like, do we really need Jack Evans and Angelico still around? No, you don't. You needed them before when you started off. You don't need them now. 
Because mm-hmm. is Jack Evans or Angelico ever going to hold any title there? Or is Tommy N going to come in and hold one of those titles? <laughs> There's a big difference of talent-wise, you know? Yeah. Jack Evans. <laughs> and Helico. All right, well, there you go. That's wrestling for the week. It is what it is. Yeah, wrestling. Um, thanks for listening. And um, if you hate us because you're an AEW mark, I don't really care. I, I am a fan of AEW, but I will admit when they do something that's dumb. I, I mean, I know I sound like I'm not, but I, I like it. I watch it. I look forward to it. I just am hoping for some things to straighten out better, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm allowed to call it. I call both programs when they suck. Yeah, I know. I, I get called by kind of WWE Mark, but I shit on Raw weekend and week out. <laughs> if it's bad, I shit on it. If NXT does something bad, I shit on it. You know, I can call lazy booking wherever there's lazy booking going on. <laughs> yep. And there you go. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We will uh, check you out next week. Yeah, hopefully wrestling's good. Hopefully. Later. (laughs) Later.